Good morning, family, and welcome once again to our prayer call this Friday morning. I pray you have joined the call with anticipation to meet with our God and to hear a word from him this morning, and also to stand in the gap for those who have sent in prayer requests. The team this morning is myself, Heather Dawson, and Elder Gail Knowles, and Sister Yvette Antonenza. You know, when we rise early, we find God waiting for us. It is his delight to hear our voice giving praise and adoration unto him. He tells us in Deuteronomy 31, verse 8, out of the New Living Translation, Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. What a wonderful scripture to lay hold of for the day. God has gone ahead of us. He meets us in the morning, casting out all fear. Praise the Lord. James uh, 1 and verse two through four tells us troubles come giving opportunity for great joy. Just think about that. Trouble comes giving opportunity for great joy. When faith is tested, your endurance, how long you can last, will grow. And when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Wow. So let me ask, how are you doing in the endurance test that we find all of ourselves in right now? Before I greet the team, let me tell all the pastors and their members, welcome. May you be blessed and strengthened to meet your day with success. Welcome also to New Destiny. You're a wonderful family, and I know that we miss being together, but we have to believe that soon and very soon this is going to change. To each of you, receive from the Lord what you need for this day. Prayer warriors, intercessors, welcome. Don't grow weary as you stand your post. Receive a refreshing from the Lord and continue to hear the voice of the Father to agree with heaven to see those things that are in the Father's heart. And may all of you today on the line synchronize with heaven. Let me say good morning to Sister Yvette. How are you and your dear family during doing during this time? Good morning, Elder Heather. We're doing well. Thank you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Um, it is good to hear your voice and good to have you uh, with me on the call this morning. I also want to greet Elder Gail. How are you and your friend, precious family doing today? Good morning, my friend. 
my dear friend and my new Destiny family. I'm doing wonderful this morning. Feel great. I'm excited about the opportunity to share what I'm going to share this morning. Hopefully, we're not going to be the same when the call's over with. That's my goal. Amen. And I know that the Lord has given you a word, and that word is for each and every one that is on the call this morning. We always honor our bishop and Pastor Adrian and wish blessings upon them this day also. So we do look forward to the word that the Lord has given you, and may the Lord's anointing rest upon you now in Jesus' name. Elder Gail, it's yours. Thank you so much. I heard the Lord say to me a few moments ago, start off by telling my people that if they're on the line this morning and they find themselves fighting thoughts with thoughts, that this message is for you. And I say that because in my life, I got into a pattern of trying to take a negative thought out with another thought, replacing it. Not with a word, but just trying to land on a thought that was going to bring me a little bit more comfort than the one I had before. But through this message that I have embraced for some time now, I have learned that the fight has already been won. I've already learned that I don't need to fight thoughts with thoughts. I do need to cast thoughts down, as the word says in Corinthians, uh, when they're negative thoughts. I cast them down with the word of God, bringing them into captivity to the obedience of Christ. But I don't just start a thinking pattern. Uh, So the name of the message this morning and our devotion is the power of resting in Jesus. Uh, I don't know about you, but I know that this is a time I have never, like you, none of us have experienced this before. It is definitely a challenge. It will definitely put you over or take you under, but we'll win that battle by knowing that it's already been won in Jesus. And what we have to do is connect ourselves to the power of resting in Jesus. Um, resting in God, I believe, is one of the most vital subjects for Christians to get a hold of because it's necessary in order to see the promises of God come to pass in our lives. When we went to the altar, or however we had our conversion, and we, many of us would pray that everyone on the call has met Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. But when we went to that altar... I don't know that many of us really knew what the benefit package was. We probably thought and were told it was kind of like fire insurance. You know, we're not going to go to hell. We're going to go to heaven. That's wonderful. Have a good time. God is with you. But more so than that, the benefit package that Christ gave us when he went on the cross and shed his blood was a place for us to call rest that we could rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ. A finished work, not something that is going to happen, but something that God has already seen that's happened. And we have to be able to connect with that. 
it's one thing to hear about resting in God. It's another to know that you're going to be challenged in this area every day of your life. The devil also knows how important it is, and he will do everything in his power to prevent us from entering a place of rest. You know, when our bodies get tired and we begin to start feeling worn down and and maybe the sign of a cold or sore throat or sore muscles or whatever, God created this body so that we rest, we take rest. I know that if I start feeling like that, yes, I claim my healing that Jesus took over 2,000 years ago for me, but I also have to stop and I have to rest because the stressors and all the things that are coming against us are trying to take our peace, trying to take our health. So the devil knows how important it is and he'll do anything to prevent it. He definitely will not roll out a red carpet and make resting in God easy. But if we can reach the point in our absolute trust and rest in the promises of what God has done through Jesus, we're going to be able to find grace in time of trouble. This is time of trouble. The solutions to our problems and manifestations of God that rightfully belong to us as believers. I had to find this some time ago. This means choosing the supernatural over the superficial. When I did, I found that I no longer was living out of a place of lack, despair, but I was entering into a land of abundance. Spirit, soul, and body, everything that I had need of was readily available to me because my mindset came into a place in Hebrews 4.3 that said, those who believe Gail enter the rest of God. Well, what is his rest? But what is it that we are resting on? What is it that I needed to believe? We are resting in the truth of the finished works of Jesus. And I want you to begin to start telling yourself that I am resting in the finished work of Jesus. Jesus has finished the work. He causes me to rest in it. If you believe that 2,000 years ago your deliverance was completed and that deliverance has manifested in your life, then you're going to believe that prosperity has already been taken care of. It's going to show up every day. Healing and deliverance and success in the areas of life that we need are taken care of and have been taken care of by the cross when Jesus took that cross. The blood has done that for us. Believing those things that activate the manifestation of them on a daily basis will never receive the benefits of our covenant if we don't believe that Jesus took it for us. We've got to find our rest. I'm going to keep repeating that during our time this morning. We have got to enter into it, spirit, soul, and body. Resting in God is referring, isn't saying inactivity or not doing anything, but just expecting things to magically happen. No, resting is finding that peace and confidence while working and moving through life. I know that personally myself, I am a work in progress. Every day I have to practice the presence of God, and I do. I have to stop and ask God to show me, why am I troubled? Why is there uh, this cloud of impending fear? Like, when is the next shoe going to drop? Why is that coming at me? 
Why did what somebody said over there bother me so bad? Why did I start replaying it in my mind? Why do I doubt? Why am I not trusting? You know, I begin to have those mental times during a day. And it doesn't mean that I'm not believing in God. And it doesn't believe, I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm not believing in God. But it also shows you that there are emotions connecting to thoughts. And sometimes the emotions will cause us to go into a place where Christ doesn't want us to go. We don't live out of our emotions. We live out of the the peaceful rest in Jesus Christ. And as a result of that, I have success in everything that I am doing. I have to tell myself that. Peace is security in the midst of this storm, people. And I say that I know, I I have a, a glimpse of where we can be right now mentally uh it's in the in the airways you know there's a realm that we don't see but we walk through it like a radio tower that is broadcasting a station and when we walk through certain things we're getting these waves of doubt and unbelief and uncertainty unbelief and uncertainty Peace is the security in the midst of that storm, I'm telling you. Keep your mind fixed on the grace of God. In Genesis 6, 8, we find the word grace being used for the first time. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, it says. This is significant because the name Noah means rest. If we plug the word rest into the scripture... It actually reads, rest found grace in the eyes of the Lord. What a powerful revelation. This is significant because the name Noah means rest. What a powerful revelation. When we rest, that's when we find the grace that will help us in our time of need. You don't find grace when you're worried, stressed out, full of care. We only find rest and grace in Jesus himself. Always Jesus rested in the Father. In John 5.19, Jesus said that he could do nothing apart from what he saw the Father doing. So likewise, there's a rest that remains for God's people in Hebrews 4.9. I would meditate on that if I was you. I would begin to just meditate on it. Do not let anxiety and fear and unrest come at you because it also brings sickness to your body. It also creates problems in your immune system. There are things in our body that are triggered by doubt and worry and unbelief. The evidence of our power in resting in the finished works of Jesus can be seen in many of the miracles that he performed. You know, there remaineth a rest to the people of God in Hebrews 4, 9, as we just said. How comforting that is. There's a rest for you today in this troubled time. There is a rest in God that takes you to a place where you can know that you know that you know. Not that you just believe in God, but that you know that you know that you know that the finished work was done for you and that you have to take it. You know, sometimes we've just got to reach out and we have to take what God has done. We have to quit worrying and striving and trying to make this happen on our own. God works in us to do his will, and it's his strength 
He said he's made perfect in our strength. I mean, in our weakness. He's made perfect. He's our strength in our weakness. When I rest, I'm not having to strive to do something. I don't have to figure it out from A to Z and get the plan. Yes, we need to have plans, but we need to have the plan of God orchestrated by the Holy Spirit that will be like our GPS that is going to navigate us through the times of life, the troubles, the trusting. If I could take some time, and I don't have it right now because our time is running out, the things that God has been doing in my life personally, and many of you know my testimony, I mean, I've come from the gutter to the cross. I lost everything. Uh, it's taken, I, I, can't, I can't even begin to tell you. Hopefully someday the Lord will be able to, to give me the time to pen some of it to help people. Of the goodness of God, I am so grateful. I am so thankful for what God's done. And I take that rest today because when God, review what God has done for you. Just stop. Sit down and write it down. Sit down and start saying, there's a song by Chandler Moore, uh, and it says, thank you, thank you, thank you. And when I go on my walks during the day, I am saying, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Tears run down my face. I mean, I don't even have to say what it is. I'm just thankful. I want to have a grateful heart. He has done so much for me, and I want you I want you this morning to be able to release the cares of your worry, go into prayer with thanksgiving, with praise, with worship, and when you do this, the peace of God is going to invade your life and your mind and your heart will be stable through the power of Christ. God wants you to experience more grace and more peace in your life, but you have to fill yourself with the knowledge of what Jesus has already done. His grace and his peace have come this morning to rest upon you. I say this is a resting day today, coming towards the end of the week, but you rest your mind. Rest and speak the word. Speak the word of God. Look into God's grace to do for you. What you can't do in your own ability is the whole premise of resting in Jesus by focusing on the rest rather than self-effort. We demonstrate to him. When the doctor gives us a bad medical report, instead of agreeing with him, agree with the truth, which is that his stripes, you were healed in 1 Peter 2.24. No circumstances can't stand against the faith and trust of a believer who has chosen to rest. Write down Matthew 11.28-30. Refuse to deviate from the finished works of Jesus. My dear friends on this call, You and I will live in true transformation in our life circumstances if we will rest in his presence, rest in his finished work, rest and remind ourselves, no, that's taken care of. No, I don't have to worry. No, I'm not going to be begging for bread. God has a future for me. God has a plan for me. Father, I release your word this morning. There's no distance in the spirit, and I thank you for those on the call this morning that are going to choose to enter into your rest. I thank you, God, that you are burning a desire in their hearts 
and their minds, Father, their spirit, that they will release and take what you have given. Rest is vital. Father, we thank you for that rest that you have given us. You are so precious and we love you. God bless you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Elder. Thank you for that. I knew this morning God woke me up real early. And when I say real early, it was very early. And I just was thinking about the the prayer call and I thought, you know, about you. And I knew that God was going to give you a word that would just absolutely help the people of God in in their life and where they find themselves that you said so much that I could hardly keep up with you. But praise the Lord, we can always go to the podcast and listen to it again and finish receiving what you have shared with us. Um, what is his rest? What is his rest? Don't you find that many of you say that? What is your rest, Lord? I I need to know. Well, the rest is the truth of the finished work of Jesus. It is the finished work. He did it all. He paid it all. There's nothing more to be done. We just need to Accept it, believe it, live in it, walk it, and keep yourself in the presence of the Most High God throughout your day. Don't feed on the things that will distract you. Don't allow your own thoughts to take you away from his resting place. Put on praise music. Like Elder Gail said, she goes out and when she's walking, she just has a grand and glorious time with the Lord. Many times with tears streaming down her face because of the joy of the Lord. And as she said, she has such a a testimony of having nothing. And when I say nothing, she was stripped because of her choices. They were not good choices, and she lost. But God, in his grace and his mercy, saw to it that her life, her life was worth every bit, and he caused circumstances and situations and people to cross her path. And her life has been transformed And we have all come to learn to love our Elder Gale. So thank you this morning, dear one, for your obedience to the Lord this morning. Sister Yvette, I'm going to ask if you will come and share the request. And with the rest of us, we'll be in agreement with you as you pray this morning. Amen. So let's all come in agreement. We have two prayer requests. Uh, that we received. The first one is from Paul Walker. He says, New destiny, keep in prayer. 
for my nieces and nephews. We know that God has a destiny for each of them and want them to know that the Word of God gives the divine right to the very good of what the Lord gave them, which are life, liberty, joy, faith, hope, and love. Pray that they all know that God is with them and shall bless their lives ever so much more. As it is written in Proverbs 22, verse 6, train up kids in the way they should go, and then when they grow up, they will not depart from it. Amen. So, Father, we thank you for each and every one of Paul's nieces and nephews. We pray that they are strong and confident in their relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Thereby, they would know that you never leave them nor forsake them and that you are for them. Because you are for them, you desire abundant life for each one of them, O God. You desire to bless them and that their destiny is secure in you. May they walk wisely, listening and obedient to your voice, trusting in your words and promises. Fill them with wisdom and may they continue to walk in the path of godliness and say no to ungodliness. We thank you, Lord God, that they are being trained in the ways of the Lord, and that they will not depart from those teachings in Jesus' name. We cover each one of them with the precious blood of Jesus, and we decree no one can snatch them away from the hands of the Almighty God. So, Father, may each one serve you, O Lord, all the days of their lives and reach your given destiny in Jesus' name. The second prayer request is from our dear uh, Elder, Elder Heather. Please pray for Jimmy Shaw and family in Tulsa as his beloved aunt Cheryl, like a mom to him, and Jimmy's wife Beth passed away yesterday. It has gone very, very quick. She was put on hospice this week. Many tumors and different types of cancer fought it for 14 years. Jimmy and his family will fly out this morning. Please pray for their protection as they fly and for comfort and peace. May the Lord surround them all and wrap them in his presence. So, Father, we lift up to you, Jimmy, and his entire family. First of all, Lord God, for safe travel. We commend their ministering angels to guard and protect them as they fly. Provide ease and comfort as they travel and take them to their destination safely and on time. No delay, O oh God. We cover their aircraft in the blood of Jesus. And, Father, order every step that they take. Father, we know you hold time in your hands and see it all from the beginning. In their time of grieving, we pray you heal and mend their broken heart and bind up their wounds, O oh God. For you know the pain and loss better than anyone else. For you are close to the brokenhearted. Hold and carry them in their sadness and loss. We ask that you surround them. And wrap the entire family in your presence, O oh God. Father, pour upon them your sweet, amazing grace. We know your, that your grace is sufficient for Jimmy and his family for your strength. It was made perfect in their weakness. So strengthen them, O oh, oh God, in the power of your might. We pray in this time of loss that they will feel your love much more. Give them the peace in the midst of tears, O oh God. Let them be comforted in the remembrance of your promises. Let them know that they are they are not alone, but you are with them. We thank you, Lord God, that you will continue to watch over this family even in the days ahead. Let their grieving be complete, and we ask that in due season their joy 
will be restored. And Lord God, we also ask that you provide all their needs and perfect everything that concerns them. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, uh, Sister Yvette, for praying this morning. Um, You know, I want to encourage everyone on the line that don't hesitate to send in prayer requests. You don't even have to give your name if you don't want to. But it is our privilege and our honor to be able to lift up your need before the Lord and to come in agreement with you. Uh, This is a prayer line. This is what we do. We pray for one another. So please be sure that you send them in. Just go to our website and uh, you will find the the, uh, link where you can send the request in. So God bless you. um, And, you know, we just believe because we came in agreement that all these things are done in Jesus' name and that praise reports will come from these prayer requests. Before we close out our uh, call this morning, um, I want to ask Elder Gale, do you have anything more that you might want to share with us? Um, uh, I'm going to say Pastor Heather, but you know what? You wear a lot of different hats. So you're an elder, a mother, a pastor, a friend. Uh, you know, you, you're everything. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't know. People know how God has knit our hearts together with each other. We it's dearly love one another. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing. Anyhow, very quickly, uh, I I want to remind you that we've got to conquer our thought life through Jesus and what he's done. We're not going to pay attention to suffered wrongs. It, ha- it holds no place in our thought life today or ever. We're ever ready to believe the best of every person. Remember that today in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, in the Amplified Bible. Gird up the loins of your mind and set your mind and keep it on what's above, the higher things and not the things on this earth. And remember that you have the mind of Christ. You hold the thoughts, the feelings, the purposes of his heart in the name of Jesus. That's all for me. That's a lot, and it was wonderful. So praise God for that, and I pray that everyone else is rejoicing at the word that they heard this morning. So, Father, we come before you as we close out our time together. Your word tells us, Lord, to be quick to listen, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that you desire, Father. So we must rid ourselves of all the filth and evil that is in our lives and accept the word that you have planted in our hearts, coming to that place of resting in him. For your word has the power to save our souls. Thank you. For the word, Father, thank you for the cross of Jesus Christ. We will not only listen, Lord, but we will be faithful to act upon it. Whatever we read in your word today, whatever stands out, Father, we will act on it. 
So bless your people today, each and every one of them, Lord. Bless their families. Encourage their hearts, Lord. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Tomorrow is our corporate prayer call. That will be at 7.30 in the morning, and I encourage each and every one of you to join us. Um, It's an hour of prayer. We will just pray for that hour. So I want to say God bless you. Goodbye for now. And hopefully you will be with us tomorrow at 7.30. Let's now take time and bless our God in worship. Sister Kathy, can you open the lines for us, please?